0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Trust the Bank podcast slash YouTube video. Still working on a name that we can figure it out, but if you don't know, we've switched up the way that we're doing the TTB podcast, uh, Trust the Bank podcast, and we are posting all the segments individually, rather than making it the full thing, because we felt like it was a little bit weird when we uploaded it on the YouTube side. If you only watch like the second segment, you may be kind of confused on what's going on. So now we're just going to upload everything individually, make it a lot easier. And the other thing that we're working on, you know, this is going to be posted on Tuesday. Hopefully, it's already set up by then. Um, I will tweet about it at TTB underscore Ravens if you want to see the tweet. It's not that Twitter, but if you look up TTB, I'm pretty sure it shows up. But what we're going to be doing is we're going to be setting up an Instagram. We're going to be setting up a TikTok. And what we're going to be doing is on all three of those social media platforms, we're going to be posting um, NFL game pass analysis and things like that, certain plays and concepts, you know, look at, you know, Oh, what did Greg Roman do here? How was that? You know, let's look at this player's block. Let's look at this route from this player. And that's a major thing to look at. So if you're interested in that type of thing, make sure to stay tuned with the Twitter and I'll tweet out when all that stuff is. And I'll also be tweeting out the clips and things like that. So, you know, we can look at it, analyze it. And then if you also have any plays that you want me to show off, or you want us to to look at and analyze, absolutely you know you can comment it you can you know dm on twitter when we set up the tiktok when we set up the instagram we can d up dm anywhere over there but i'm i'm sure the name will be something along the lines a- along the lines of ttb ravens so you know it should be should be pretty easy to find once it's set up but that should be a lot of fun but that's it for this intro you know if this is your first time watching the channel make sure to subscribe for daily ravens content but what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about something that we teased a little bit yesterday. If you haven't watched yesterday's videos, it was pretty good. We talked about our three biggest takeaways from the game. One of those happened to be the running back three spot. And we said we'd analyze it further in today's video. Now we're going to do that. And let's talk about it. Who will be running back three for the Ravens? And even before we can even start, I have to preface this by saying I think we both agree Justice Hill is making the roster. You know, he is too crucial to the special teams to be making the roster. So, if we say, you know, for example, the other players we're talking about, Tyson um, and Nate McCrary, if we say like they should be running back three, that means we'd be keeping four running backs and Justice Hill would still be on the squad. So, don't take it like what we're saying is saying like, oh, Justice Hill's going to be cut. No, he's too valuable to the special teams. But in terms of the third guy that will be rushing the football, if Gus goes down, if JK goes down, who's going to be that guy? behind you know in that two slot because the ravens go through so many running backs you know they run the ball so much that they have to have significant running back depth in order to just keep everybody's legs fresh but now that that's out of the way you know we've kind of gotten the preface out joshua i'll let you go first let's talk about this running back three spot who you got let's just start off with that part who you got running back three
1: Man, I got the young man coming from Saginaw Valley State. Never heard of Saginaw Valley State, but now he, uh, he's going to make it known. That is Nate McCrary. Um, six foot, 215, smooth guy. You know, if if you haven't seen his highlights, go watch his highlights. If you didn't see last, if you didn't see last night' preseason game, go back and watch last last night's preseason game. The young man is very smooth when he moves. You know, he definitely takes his time. You know, uh, finding a hole, but once he finds the hole, you know, he's he's going through it and he's shooting, he's shooting um, through that hole, and he you know he's going to take some people for the ride. You know, I definitely love what he brings. You know, I feel like he is that change of pace uh, type of running back. Um, I was saying before we started recording, he reminds me of a Walter Payton type of guy. You know, big body, you know, strong, very agile, you know, sweet on the feet. And uh, when he gets on the outside, he's going to make you pay. So I definitely feel like Nate McCrary is going to be our third uh, running back.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think we're both massive fans. We've always been massive fans of Nate McCrary ever since we signed him. You know, right after the draft, I think it was the day after the draft, I put out a video talking about the undrafted players that the Ravens signed. And I said, the guy most likely to make the team would probably be Ardarius Washington, but the guy I'm rooting for the most is Nate McCrary. And that's because when you watch him, he's got, you know, if you look at like at what he ran, like in, in his athleticism and things like that, he ran like four or five, seven, mm-hmm. um, which obviously is pretty slow. But when you watch him, he doesn't look like he runs four or five, seven because he's very quick on his feet. He's able to shift in and out. He's able to juke. He's able to make cuts and make decisions quickly. And he may not be able to get up to a crazy high top speed. He may get caught from behind if he breaks one. But at the same time, if he sees one guy in front of him, he can actually make a miss. And if he doesn't make a miss, he's going to drop that shoulder and carry them for a couple of yards. He's very difficult to bring up down. And, you know, that's obviously emphasized when you look at his highlights at obviously Saginaw Valley State which is not again like Joshua. I'd never heard of it, but you watch those highlights. Obviously, he's not playing against the highest level of competition, but it seems like in almost every time you're watching, it's three, four guys always trying to bring him down because he's just that tough. He's always working, he's always grinding, trying to get those couple extra yards. And when you're looking at a third running back spot, what do you want? A guy that's gonna work hard because he may not get a ton of opportunities to rush the football, but when he does, even in this preseason game, he didn't get a lot of opportunities. I think he only had four carries. He didn't come in until the fourth quarter. Everybody was hyping up a Tyson Williams. And we'll talk about Tyson after we finish talking about Nate, and then we'll finish up with Justice Hill. But he was able to come in his first touch. What does he do? He gets a little run to the outside, to the left side, I want to say, and he slowly waits, Then he hits that burst of energy and cuts right through the hole and is able to get a big chunk play. That's the type of patience, that's the type of explosiveness that we want to see out of that because we have a lot of running backs. You know, you got Gus just up the middle, up the middle, up the middle. He's bruising you. Then he can throw in JK, you know, maybe get him on the outside, and he can, he can kind of run around you. Now we've got a guy that, you know, can go up the middle just like Gus, you know, with his strength, and we, he can also be on the outside and be pretty solid. He's kind of a hybrid between the two and the style that he plays, you know, the other guys are more likely to take 180 yards to the crib but you know they're 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 ahead of him on the depth chart <laughs> you know if you if you want to analyze it like that they're ahead of him on the depth chart they should be better but he's going to work hard and you know he just he just runs with a nice smoothness to his game and i strongly suggest if you haven't seen any of his highlights go watch them because he just seems like he knows when to cut he knows when to move and he knows how to get extra yards after contact he's not going to go down He's not going to just drop out of bounds because he sees a cornerback. He's going to, he's going to drop the shoulder and run through him. And that's what I'd love to see out of a third running back. But, you know, I don't want to just praise uh, Nate McCrary because other guys played pretty well, particularly Tyson Williams, who led the Ravens running backs in rushing. And I, I got to say this right now, Joshua and I, we had a laugh for the stream because we're on ESPN looking at the stats and Tremont Williams is in the stats showing 10 carries for 42 yards. And I remember we were in the stream, and we are talking, and I kept saying, like, the two Williams. And in my head, I'm thinking, where was this other guy that got 40 rushing yards? Right. But Tyson Williams is in there twice, and one of them is Tremont Williams, the 15-year cornerback veteran that retired that played for the Ravens last year. <laughs> and it makes no sense. So if you're confused by that, it's <laughs> – that's Tyson Williams.
1: They're going crazy, nice. man. Jeez.
0: So let's talk about Tyson Williams, not Tremont Williams, because all of a sudden we were talking, we were like, wait a minute, did Tremont Williams just switch to running back? And then we were like, we didn't see Tremont Williams. Where was this guy? So don't get confused by that. ESPN made a mistake. And, you know, so let's let's move past that. But let's talk about uh, Tyson Williams. What do you think about him, Joshua?
1: Um, I, I know a little bit about him, Um, Tyshawn. Uh, I, I don't I want to pronounce it Tyshawn, but I'm going to say Tyson for right now. Um, I know he was at South Carolina for maybe about two seasons, then he went ahead and um, went back into the recruiting pool and he ended up going to BYU. So I believe he did play a little bit with Zach Wilson. Um, when we did, when I, when I, his first carry, and you know, in the previous in the previous uh, episode of the podcast, I, I, I already talked about it. You know, he either carried that linebacker or either safety on his back, and you know, he he moved forward. You know, with the three with those three other defenders trying to tackle him down, he obviously showed that he he showed that he's strong in the legs. And and I'm gonna keep on saying it: our running backs do not miss leg day, obviously. And I love it that our running backs do not miss leg day. You know, we pride ourselves on our run game. We you know we. You know, when it comes to that three-hitting monster, when we did have Mark Ingram and um, J.K. Divers and Gus Edwards, even the days when we had Kenneth Dixon and Gus Edwards, you know, it was a it was a, a show to watch. So, you know, being able to watch someone else that reminds me of, I would say Gus more in a sense because he's a hard-nosed runner. He puts his head down and, you know, he just knows how to carry the pile. You know, he's a guy that doesn't go backwards. He's a guy that goes forward. I definitely feel like, you know, if he was to be – um be able to be if he was to be picked to the as a third runner back, I wouldn't be disappointed um in a sense, um, because you know I'm heavy on Nate, but at the same time it's like you got two good guys that can fill that third position and that can get into the game and you know and contribute in a massive way. So I definitely feel like Tyshawn is a is is a definitely can be um can play a key role either for us or someone else in the, in the league. So I definitely like what I saw out of him as well.
0: Yeah. He, he was enjoyable to watch. I was very pleased because he came in um, along with Tyler Huntley and it seemed like, Hey, the running game's kind of picking up, you know, the blocking still wasn't that great, but he was dropping the shoulder and he was fighting for extra yards. And that's what we want to see out of those running backs is they're not going to get a lot of opportunities. So they have to show you that they're working, you know, they're going to fight for every yard because every yard counts for their job. And I believe he was on the Ravens practice squad this last season. And there's a chance, you know, just bring it up with all three of these running backs um, that McCrary and Tyson are just put on the, you know, Ravens practice squad. And if a player gets injured, they're brought up and given an opportunity to rush the football. We shall see what happens with that. But I I liked what I saw out of him. You know, I definitely would prefer him over justice Hill. I just like Nate McCrary for, for that crazy size and, and strength that he has the running back. I mean, you know, if you ever looked at Nate McCrary, when he was, you know, standing in the huddle, he's bigger than Tyler Huntley. And yeah. that's something that that is absolutely huge for him because it makes it scary to tackle. When you have a guy that big that actually like works hard and stuff like that and drops the shoulder, that's that's very difficult to tackle. And so I think it, he definitely has a future possibly in the NFL, but we'll see what he's able to do um, because like Tyson Williams is, is a little bit smaller. I want to say, I'm trying to find um, his exact height. Yeah. Um, Oh, he's actually, he is actually six foot. He's, he's, he's actually slightly bigger, but he didn't, it seemed like they both played very, very big. Um, I did not recognize that size while I was watching him, but you know, both of them are the bigger backs and I like that better because we've seen, you know, yes, Justice Hill, who we'll talk about kind of starting now, Justice Hill has kind of recognized that, that oh, he should be the pass-catching back. Gus Edwards doesn't have that bad of hands. J.K. Dobbins and Gus have been working on their hands. It's one of the biggest things they've been working on in the offseason. So it's kind of negating the need to have a specialty third and long running back to be able to put in, which is what Justice Hill's kind of calling card as the Ravens' third running back has been. It's been like, hey, if you have to throw to a running back, probably want to throw to Justice. But now it's like, I'm okay with throwing to Gus. I'm okay with throwing to J.K., um, so we don't really need that out of our third running back anymore, and and Justice Hill still has the same problems that I've seen from him ever since he was drafted. He just always is playing at 100 miles an hour. He's too fast for himself. You know, he tries to hit the hole too quickly, and he did not have great blocking. I I, I don't want to like completely pin the lack of run success on Justice Hill, but he just wasn't able to really get anything going. He struggled. And it was just seemed like the same guy that we've been watching for the last few years, where it's just like disappointing. And and it's unfortunate to say that, but I will say phenomenal special teams player. He will make the roster. So don't take this as us being like Justice Hill haters. We love Justice Hill. If he wasn't on this team, the team would be worse. The team would be a lot worse if he wasn't on the team. But Joshua, what are your thoughts on kind of Justice Hill and, and where you're sitting with him on just being like a running back in general?
1: Listen, Justice Hill reminds me of remind me of a track guy. Sometimes track track guys, when they get out there and play uh, other sports, um, most likely football, and they, you know, the coach is like, wow, you know, wow, this this young man is fast. You know, he can run hundred yards in this amount of time. They want to try to put him in a skill position. Sometimes they just meant to just run fast. You know, um, when Justice Hill is out there, some he, he doesn't he doesn't look comfortable. You know, he doesn't look uh, like Justice Hill for Oklahoma State University, you know? I mean, and, and honestly, and, and sadly, that was the guy we was expecting. I was definitely expecting that. I de- definitely had higher hopes for him, but, you know, he he goes more east and west versus north and south when he does get the opportunity to get into the games. And, you know, I know he's frustrated, um, but I definitely feel like he he's uh, made a name for himself on special teams um, as a gunner and things of that nature. You know, he definitely makes his presence known. So. Um, for sure, ninety nine point nine percent he stays on the team um, as the fourth running back. Um, that's just about it, man. You know, I, I like I, I just I just like him as a special team. He definitely he definitely um plays his role.
0: Absolutely, he's somebody that's that's definitely a core piece. You know, a, a guy that I would kind of compare him to just in terms of like he plays his role is Chris Moore who was with the Ravens for his entire rookie contract. He ended up leaving. I believe he went to the Houston Texans to pair up with amazing wide receivers coach, now head coach, David Culley, Um, you know, shout out to him, top tier. Um, That's a complete lie. David Culley's not. (laughs) I don't know why you would follow him if you were a wide receiver. That's a really weird decision um, by Chris Moore. But like Chris Moore, as a wide receiver, you know, our kind of criticism was he always wanted the play to be like a massive touchdown. You know, whether it was a five yard, you know, comeback route or it was a, you know, a slant over the middle or a post over the middle, he would like get it and always be like looking up and doing something crazy. And it was like, eh, so why'd you see if he's not really working out? But all of a sudden you you throw him and trying to block a punt. Oh, he's blocking that punt. He's picking it up. I want to say he scored three touchdowns off of punt blocks. Like, he is good. You know, the ball gets on the ground. He fun, fought for it. Like, very good special teams player. And he's he was always on the back end of the roster you know, and making the team. And it was like, yeah, he's not going to play wide receiver. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to keep Jaleel Scott. And we're not going to be able to keep uh, somebody that we had to cut because they realized his he's too important to the special teams. Justice Hill is like that. Um, I expect him to be here until his contract is up. I don't think he'd get re-signed. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see. So Justice Hill, we both like him on special teams, very important to this team. But as a running back, both like Nate McCrary, and then it's Tyson Williams, and then it's Justice Hill. And also, if anybody like knows exactly how to pronounce it, is it is it Tyson, Tyson, Tyshawn, Tyson? Uh, Tyson um, not not a hundred percent sure on how to pronounce it. So let us know if we're pronouncing it wrong. We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. But thank you everybody for watching. Thank you everybody for listening. Subscribe for daily Ravens content. If you're watching on the podcast, you know hit a rate and review and things like that. Make sure to check out for news on that. I'll probably make a post on YouTube as well when we set those up so you can check it out and I'll put links whenever we post videos and things like that of analysis and, you know, all that stuff. So thank you everybody for watching and listening. Subscribe for daily content. We'll see all of you again tomorrow.